We're learning Mishra Simeon Lamed Bezes Sif Mem Gimel. Bezes Hashem is the Shin number 98. The past few Shurim I was off with one of the numbers and it continued for a few more Shurim. So this is Shin number 98. The Mechaber tells us here in Sif Mem Gimel, Chritz Shel Shin. The Chritz, the lines of the Shin, the Hainu Chudo Lemata, Yegiya Ad Mokmatefer. So you have a Shin that comes to the end, the point at the bottom. And that point has to come to the stitches. It has to come to the place of the stitches at the bottom of your tefillin. Okay? As opposed to, let's say it's too high up. Like in this picture. i just put it on the screen first so they can see that. Okay, it's too high up. It has to come to the stitches. As opposed to this picture where it's above the stitches. That's what we're discussing here. Says the Mishra Sif caught in Kuf Tzadi Vav in the bottom of the page. The chritz shel shin, the point where the shin meets at the bottom. Bein the yamin, bein the small. Whether we're discussing the right shin, because we said that the tefillin shorosh has a shin on the right side and a shin on the left side. So both the right shin and the left shin have to have a, a uh, has come down to the bottom. It's a question, but let, let, let's just finish the mishmaru first, okay? Then we'll get questions. Literally to the titura. That's has come to. All the titura is that extended base that the bias sits on. The bias is the box. Then we have the titura, which we'll be discussing shortly more at length. So the the shin has to come down all the way to the titura. The hainu ad titura mamish. So the eved is kosher afiloegiya kol shiyeshuasashinolov. And the eved is kosher. Just as long as you don't have, just as long as you do have the, the form of the shin. So let's say the cipher didn't, the batamach didn't make its shin going all the way down to the stitches. Is it still kosher? So the answer, yes, the answer is kosher. But do you have it? It's still kosher. Is that the way to do it? No, that's not the way to do it. You had a question. Continues the Mishnah in the, in the Mechaber, rather the Ramah, on the top of the next page, where he says, V'chein hayud shin. The Ramah says the yud of the shin sarich liga lemata shin. The yud of the shin has to be touching the bottom of the shin itself. So if you take a look at this picture, so here is, and I'll pass it around afterwards. Here is the yud of the shin. The three lines were called are called yuds, yudin. So it has to come down to the center and meet. As opposed to this picture, you see this over here? You see how it's hanging in the middle? This yod of the shin has, is not meeting in the middle. Okay? If anybody wants. Okay? Says further in the Ramah. You know, before we see the next part of the Ramah, let's go to the Mishra Sifkat and Kuf Tzadi Ches. Hayyod Shabishin. Yesh me'ak doilun shemechalkin ben shin hayyemini lasmoli. So it's interesting because until now, we said the same Allah has applied to the, the right side of the shin, applied to the left side. Now we have different opinions that will say that there's a difference between the right sh- side of the shin to the left side of the shin. Meaning what? What's the difference? Shebesmoli adraba. That on the left side, just the opposite. Yidaktik shaloyigu hayudin b'shuli hashinlamata. You have to be careful on the left side of the shin. That's the four, the four legged shin 
that it should not touch the bottom. There are those opinions that say this. Not like we're learning here now. However, the Magin of Ram, he says, no, we should not differentiate between the right side and the left side of the shin, and they should both be touching the bottom. Now, just to remind ourselves of something we discussed in the past, some time ago, that of the Mesoira of Sakalacha, the Magin of Ram, if you put the Magin of Ram on a scale, he pulls the scale down tremendously. The Magin of Ram is a very, very strong paisek in halacha to pull down the scale a lot. So if the Magin of Ram says, we don't differentiate, I'm not saying we always pass like the Magin of Ram, but you see the Mishwara brings down the Magin of Ram and, and in the, the Shain Halachas from the from the Paisek Ador, Godol Ador, from Mismanenu, of Rav Chaim Kinyeski's at South, he brings down from the Chazanish that the Messiah is the Beis Yosef, the Magin of Ram, and the Mishnah Brura. So you see, the Magin Avram is in that Messiah of tremendous Psaq Halacha. So he's just, he is the one who is, he is telling us over here that we should not differentiate between the right and left shin. By the left shin, how many legs does the, does the left shin do? How many yuds does the left shin have? Four. By the left shin, you need at least to have two of the yudin, of the yuds, of the shin, coming down to the bottom of the shin. The Primagodim also, very powerful. He says, that's what you do as well. Who's the Berki Yosef? Let's not want to, it's topic ready. Who's the Berki Yosef? That's our Chidah. When I say our Chidah, because we learn the Chidah in Tilm Shir also, right? So that's Berki Yosef, is the Chidah. And the shelf behind you over there, with the, next to the clock, the whole shelf over there, that's the Chidah Svar. So, so too says the Chidah, the Berki Yosef, B'Shem, Ahari, so the bottom line is we should not differentiate between the right side and left side of the shin. When it comes to the the left shin, you have to have at least two of the yudin coming down to the bottom of the shin. You also have to be careful. Now, if you draw a shin, so you can make a shin. Is it going to look like this shin over here on your film? No. When I make a shin, let's say I, I do a print shin. I'm not going to make a shin like this. How would I make a shin? The same way I make stick figures. I, my, my artistic ability is to make a stick figure person. That's as far as it goes. So this would be my shin with three lines. Like this. Right? You see that? A three-line shin. Says the Mr. when you're making your shin, he brings down over here... From the Prima Godin, the Alashin Suras Yudin Don't make three lines. Don't make your stick figure shin. It should look like a yud. So you're telling me that's a shin. Very nice, it's a shin. Everyone knows it's a shin. That's not the way to make the shin on the Shel Rosh. Sivkot and Kuf Tzadi Tes, the Ramah says, Sarich Liga Limata Bishula Yashin. That the Yudin. Or as you suggested, maybe like the Vav, it looks more like a Vav, but the Yudin, as they're calling it now, should come down to the bottom of the base of the Shin. The Belav Hachi ain't shame Shin Olav. Because if it doesn't come down, it's not called a Shin. A friend of mine told me he went to a doctor, and he signed, he wrote his number down, and he left his nine open. Like, what his number is, his phone number, you know, and the information... Those days, this is before the computers, obviously, right? 
So the doctor says, <laughs> the doctor says to him, you know, the, the, the hand experts say those who don't close their nines, they're thieves. <laughs> I, I should tell you what he told me. I don't know how long he stated that using that doctor, but <laughs> that's a different story. Well, yeah, so he, he was the patient. <laughs> he was just making a joke with the patient. But if you close the nine, if you don't close the nine, it looks like a four, maybe. I'm just giving this example. You don't close the shin, so why is that a shin? You say, oh, it looks like a shin. I have this conversation with my children all the time. I do homework with them. I ask them, what letter is that? So you can't see it? No, I can't see it. So it's not touching. It's not It's not a shin. That's what he says. Uli kuvahu, afila bidiyavid. It's not going to be kosher, even bidiyavid. It has to be touching the base. Beshin has smoli im echad negeya ve'echad ein negeya is possible. On the left shin, you have one touching, one not touching, because you have another, you have another one to play with. Because used to use that term, you have four lines coming down. He says also it's a problem. Beshin has smoli im echad negeya. One's touching, ve'echad ein negeya, and one's not touching is possible. The Ramah says further. So this addresses Rabarach's question earlier also. You want to get as close as you can to the base, to the titura. Don't go overboard. In life, in halacha, in Yiddishkeit, we don't want to have extremes. We want to go to derech and tzoy, the middle path, like the Raman tells us. So take a look at this picture now. You see this over here? Here you have the shin going down all the way down to the bottom and when you put this cover this piece of the of the titura on top it's going to be covered up you see how it's covered up the bottom part the shulia bottom yeah yeah take a look into both of you just maybe don't block noach if you move to the my left thank you so you don't want to go too far down that's what the ramah is telling us now says the mishnarura in sif cotton Siv Kotin, uh, where are we? Kuftsadi test. We just saw that. Reish. Shegam shuli hashin. It's a loyma. Chudeyin shalashinin. The points. Chud is chad is sharp. The end of the shin. Vatanet sarich shia kol hashin nire. The whole shin has to be visible. That's the point. The whole shin has to be visible. Okay? So if you go too far down, it's a problem. As it says, the Pasuk says, Listen to this now, it's beautiful. It's not, we're not learning, uh, you know, Balaturim here. We're looking at the Mishmur, look what he's going to say now. The Pasuk says, And all the Amei Ha'aretz, the nations of the land, should see you. What? What's that referring to? That's Film Shalresh. Because we normally would wear it, you know, for all day long, right? Kishem Hashem Nikro Alecha. That the name of Hashem is Nikro Alecha. It's called upon you. Now, look at this now. V'omar Rabbi Eliezer, Chazal, bring down Chazal, Rabbi Eliezer, says, Eilu Tilun Shabarosh. This refers to Tilun Shabarosh. Shem Hashem Nikro, the words Shem, Shin, first word, Hashem is Hashem's name, Yud. Nikro is Nun. Rashi Tevo's Shin. How do you like that? Wow. Okay, let's repeat that. Shem Hashem Nikra Alecha. Shem is Shin. Hashem is Yud. Right? It's Hashem's name. It's a letter. Yud. Nikra. Nun. 
Shin Yud Nun. Shin. So in the, what the Pasuk is telling us, this is the great Rebbe Lezra Godol, Rebbe Lezra Godol tells us, Rebbe Lezra Horkinus, that that's a remez to the fact that you have to have the Shin on the Tilm Shosh. Why is he relating it to the nations of the world? That's the Pasuk, the Pasuk. But, but I mean, the Halakha is that uh, if you have to go out and you have your Tillin on, you take your Tillin Shel Rosh off. Only in this generation. It was it was back then they wore Tillin the whole time. They, they, you know, nowadays we don't wear we don't wear tefillin, you know, also because in those days also we lived amongst ourselves, and this some other people would see it as well. Fine, but we lived, you know, our own shtetl, right, our own neighborhoods. Uh-huh. But but nowadays you're right. Nowadays that's the case. You know, uh, nowadays you don't walk around in the street with your tefillin shiroish on, and even even those who wear tefillin, even there it's well, I've seen they cover it up with a hat. With a hat, yeah. They, they, you know, they put the hat a little forward like this. You've seen that also? Yeah, they cover it up. What was the yet again? Shame Hashem. Hashem. Uh, the pastor says Shame Hashem. Nikro. Nun. Nikro. Nun. Nun. Yeah. Nikro means again. N- to be called. Called, called Allah. Yeah. Oh. yeah that, and that's the pastor that is referring to. It's This is beautiful. Amkus. You see the depth of this. Wow. So the Mishra says, you have a shayla now. Let's say the let's say the batamacher he made the shin a little too deep. That you don't see the edge of the point where the shin meets at the bottom. It says it's not so partial. He says he discusses more in depth in the Biralacha as to if if that will still be kosher. That picture you have in there is Yeah, that picture, right. That's that's a little too deep down. That's what he's showing there. Yeah, it's a question if that's going to be kosher. Um, I want to, before we go to Sif Memdal, I want to share with you something. It's hot off the press. Okay? Hot off the press. And I'll show it to you afterwards. And Blineder, I will send it out. And if I if I don't remember to, please someone in the shir remind me. I'll send it out to the, the recorders. Those those get the, the group as well of the shirim. Someone on the Dirshu, one of the Magidi shirim, I don't know from where he is, he says he just noticed this yesterday. He sends a picture. And I'm looking at what, what's he, what's he, you know, it's a picture of the Sefer Torah, with a few words. I saw exactly what he's, what he's, what the issue was. We had learned, and again, once again, it's a little different topic from a few weeks ago. We had learned that when you write a letter, for example, a lamid, it should not be going into the chaf, the end of chaf. Remember, we learned that. Okay, that's exactly what he showed me. He showed, he took it, not me. I'm saying everybody. He took a picture. He's, he, he, he got in, He said he got in Leo. And you see, you see this, the, the words of the, you know, of of the of the psukim, and the lamid is going into the chaf. Wow. So so it, it looks it looks like that. I'll show you the picture afterwards. That's exactly exactly. Well, they had to see if they could fix it, you know, because if you shorten that lamid too much, I tell you what they might have to do is sometimes they extend the lamid to the left a little. You know what I'm saying? If you have a letter, I don't know if they could do that. This, this I, the answer is I don't know what, how they're going to fix this one. Okay, if they could fix this one, I'm not, I don't know if it's the eco either. You know, because you still see the letters. The sort of the letters don't change, but it's not. You're not supposed to write it like this. But sometimes maybe you, you write the lamet a little to the left. You know what I'm saying? Instead of straight up. I don't know if they can do that. I don't know. Okay, so. Uh, Blinada will show that to you afterwards. Well, you know, you can't, can't you can't, 
You can't um, you can't go backwards. Oh, no, a safer tell you could. It's a safer tell you. Safer tell you could. Yeah. Yeah, it's still yeah. Safer tell you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you would, you would exactly what you said. Safer tell you you could scratch out that lamid. And then not make it as indented into. You know, but I'll show it to you. See if you know if the server would be able to play around with that and uh, and fix that. Okay, Sif Mem Dalid. We're not discussing here the titura. What is a titura? Titura is the base that the bias sits on. That's a titura, right? When you wrap your tefillin, your ritzuas around the sides, and you do it on the case. But underneath that case of the sides, that's a titura. Okay. Says the... Oh, we're also discussing, I think you asked the question about rolling the cloth. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We're discussing that right now. Okay. The Mechaber says as follows. Titura did tefillin halacha l'moshim yisinai. The titura of the tefillin that has to have the base is a halacha l'moshim yisinai. Kosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to have it. Hain, v'hainu. She yosim ar l'matam l'chazos piyabatim. You have to put a piece of the skin, animal skin, on the bottom to cover the opening. Okay, so it's a flap, closes down, and then you sew it together. It looks like a board. It's called Tituro, like a bridge. What's the Ma'avarta? So the Ma'avarta of the Tefillin is the section that the Ritsuas go through. That's the Ma'avarta, the section that the Ritsuas go through. Okay, that's the Ma'avarta. It's also Allah HaMashu Sinai, says the Mechabra. V'hainu shahar tituro, ye'aruch mitzad echod, that the the skin, meaning the leather of this tituro, should be longer at one end. V'yaseh bo'yem avarta, and make them avarta. And we're going to see now, the Mishnah is going to tell us, Mechavah is going to tell us how you make them avarta. You're going to cut out, in the ma'avarta, you're going to cut out these two little pieces, like in the picture over here, two sections, and that separates and creates the ma'avarta, as a, and then you have the part in front of it, this is going to be your square that you need for your tefillin. This is your square that you need for your tefillin. So okay. Before, I'm sorry, I can hear you. The, the ma'avarta, is it made before biting the clothes? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Before before you yeah, you make the make in other words, you make the whole piece, and then after you put the tefillin afterward, the, the cloth inside, and then you finish it up. But you want to first make the mavarta to the mavarta by making the mavarta is not just to create a situation for the ritzus to go through. You're also defining the four corners of the tefillin. Okay. Now, Kate said, so how do you do this? You cut it on both sides, like we just saw in the picture. That the width of it should not be the whole width of the titura, but rather you want to separate, like you want to create and define the corners. So you have a, que- a clear square of the titura. And that mavarta, that's where you put the strap of the film through that. Ma'avarta. That's why it's called Ma'avarta. Ma'avarta means to be over, to go through. Also, you should also make a Ma'avarta. Good. We'll stop here with the Mechaber. Catch up now on the Mishnah Rur and Siv Katin Reish Aleph. 
So he said, Titura de Tfilin Halachma Shusinai, Vaina Shiosim or Lamatul Chazus Piabatim. And even according to those opinions that say that had to be from one piece of material, which is what we said, ideally your tefillin should be one piece. The titur and the mavarta don't have to be one piece. You you want the the bias to be one piece. Now, we discussed to have everything all to, all to be one piece. But the titura and mavarta could also be from a seventh piece of the animal. Even if it's a different piece by itself, it's still kosh. That's what Mechaber says when he says the words, You should put a piece of leather underneath to cover the opening. What do you mean to put a piece of piece? If it's one piece, you have it there. But that's he's telling us you could have separate pieces of the Mavarta and the and the Titura. Mikamokim in Shari. If it's possible, if it's possible that you can have the whole entire piece, the titura, mavarta, and, and the batim, everything, all one piece, that's the best approach. Which is when you buy a pair of tefillin, that's what you want to try to do. Siv cotton reish base behind us. Already tour your aruch mitzad echad v'yase by mavart. So we said that there's a little extension of the titura, the base. And that's where you make the mavarta. V'imnitzka mutal etofra. And if it separated, you are permitted to sew it up. So here you have a picture where my I'm pointing to right here where you see it's separated. The titura separated. And over here he's showing that you're sewing it up. Now this does occur sometimes. This does occur sometimes when um, they actually sometimes when they check the tefillin and then they close it up and they ask the safe mask you, do you want to clamp? When the clamp it closed, to seal it down like this. If it does open up like that, you light it so down. You don't have to be so concerned. If I'm not, I don't think I'm saying something wrong there. I believe it's correct that if it's opened a little over there on the side, it's not the biggest problem. Um, anybody ever had seen this with film before? That's open a little over there. No, you see, you've seen this. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you definitely, definitely want. Yeah, you definitely want it to be clamped, sealed, and totally closed. Yeah. Okay. He says further, Reish Gimel. The Chaber says that you cut off the corners of the. Titura, This will create, it cut the corners of the Ma'avarta rather, to create the Titura, the square of the Titura. Clear? You're cutting the corners over here of the Ma'avarta. So what you just did was, you created the Titura. The Titura is the base where the film is sitting on. Says the Mishnah Bruro, The Titura also should be squared. Now, I find it interesting that the Mechaber is con- combining these two halachas together. If this would be a separate Sif Mem Gimel, Mem, mem Hey, I would have definitely understood that. But he continues now to discuss the Parshius. Placing the Parshius in the Tefillin, which is what you spoke of, what you asked. So outside, let me tell you what's going to happen here. 
You want to roll the parashiyas, the klaf, from the end to the beginning. For example, the pasuk is, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akein Hashem Echad. Right? So you want to roll from Echad to Shema. From the end to the beginning. Very good. So when you open it up, not that we're opening it, don't try that at home ever, okay? <laughs> okay? It starts from the beginning. So you roll from the end to the beginning, number one. After you roll it up, we're going to learn different opinions now. At the end, at the end of the day, we're going to learn, you take some, some uh, sinew and you tie it closed. That's step number one, or that's one of the steps. Then you're going to take another piece of cloth, put it on top of that. Then you're going to take another piece of sinew and you're going to um, you're going to put it on top of that as well. Okay, so you have rolling it from end to beginning. Then you're going to then you're going to also put a sinew on it, and then you're going to also. Right, here we go. Yeah, pass this around, please. Okay, and then you're going to um, put the cloth and then another sinew. I'm going to read the words inside, and then you'll see you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Okay, that was a, there's a color picture. That's one to share that with you. Now you see how you see all these details. How much goes into our tefillins every step of the way. It seems to me they go in. They go. In. So we said to roll the cloth from the end to the beginning. Echad to Shema. When you put into the base, into the compartment, you have to roll it up first. Just like by mezuzah. So now you know, your mezuzah, which that, that I mean, I, I would never touch anything, you don't know what you're doing, okay, because you don't want to ruin it, this and that, but if you take a look at your mezuzah, which is not a difficult thing to do, you'll notice it's rolled up, he says, just like the mezuzah, from the end to the beginning. Now, for those who do want to find out the reasons for this, it's not a chayk, it's not a paraduma. You can look in Yeridea, Simreish Peiches. Or in this Dirshan note right over here, which he says, by me it's 2.23, in the older edition, Shitzarich legoyla ba'ifin yishia nitan likroi. So it's, it's really like what Baruch said. It's like what Baruch said that when you open it up, you should be able to read it right away. That's why you, that's why you roll it from end to beginning. So he says another point, very practical. Make sure it's totally dry before you start rolling it. Or else you have other problems. Okay. The karcham, then you wrap it. Then you wrap the cloth. The you should first wrap it first. You, you, in other words, you roll it, wrap it. But if you didn't wrap it right afterwards, it's still kosher. Siv cotton reish vav. Siv cotton reish vav. Then he says here, Yes, Makbidan You should roll it. You should keep it 
rolled clothes with cloth kosher. In other words, put into this slip case on it of the cloth. Cloth kosher. What is it in cloth kosher? Um, did I skip here? Cloth cotton. Rejvav. I did skip. I'm sorry. Cotton. Interesting. Ah, oh, here it is. I'm sorry. I went to wrong. The karchem the cloth cotton. You put it a cloth cotton on it. Okay. Rishvav. What day mechatichas beged? Im ain like cloth. He says if you don't have cloth to put the the cloth in to cover it with, put a piece of beged, put a piece of material to wrap it before you put it inside the case of the bias. You hear what's going on? If you don't have another piece of cloth, thin piece of cloth, like I showed you in the picture, and that's safer in front of you, take another piece of material and put it, cover it up with that. Cloth kosher, it's a loimer. I will loimer behemah chayvetoyah. You have to use the cloth from a kosher animal. It has to, let's, in the middle sentence, let's finish. It has to be from a kosher animal. I will be matless. But if you use just a type of uh, covering of any material, that's also permissible. Look at the base Yosef that writes the reasons for this, which is one of the places, the source for finding reasons behind things. You look at the Torah, base Yosef, Lavush. The cave in Shumevi Klaff, Okay, so he says like this. We had learned that when you make your tefillin, your tefillin have to be from a kosher animal. It doesn't be shechted. You can find a dead cow and use that cow. You're not a shechted. You're not eating it. It has to come from an animal that you can technically put in your mouth and eat. Right? That's mutter b'ficha. Mutter, permissible, in your mouth. So it's like leather for the shoe. Leather for the shoe. Let me just finish it because I'm wondering. I'll talk about it. I'll understand in a second. One second. So too, this slip case that you're putting on top of the cloth into the bias, into the compartment, this slip case over here, you see this one over here? That's a slip case right here. Should also be from that kosher animal as well. Okay? We are going to stop here because the next year is about to begin and pick up Yemetz Hashem tomorrow from Siv Cotton. Reish Ches, Halacha, Lemoshe, Misinai.